The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God.
journey of life how can we make it in this journey without your weight and without your spirit we submit ourselves to you this beautiful Sunday we ask you to have your way in every life minister to every soul that is here let your word rule and reign in our hearts and be glorified rule in every soul and every life we pray that your word will gain ascendancy. Your word will gain ground. Your word will have free course in the life of everybody that is here this Sunday. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Almighty God, for your mercy. Thank you for every soul that can hear my voice today. May they be submitted to your will and submitted to your way. I pray, O oh God, that every heart hearts will be melted by your word. I pray, O oh God, that every sick soul shall be healed by your word. I pray, O oh God, every lost soul shall be found by your word. We thank you, we bless you, and we honor you in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. Lord us, Amen. And hold your neighbors. Put your hand on your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I'm happy to know a nice person like you. Hallelujah. Sits on top of your enemies. Wow. What a blessing it is to be in church. And fortunately, the weather is not as hot as it normally is. So we can survive it. Am I right? Well, Okay, Ashes, please. I know what you're going to do with um, filling in the gaps. A few gaps so that those who are standing outside can be helped. Even if you're outside, you can come in and stand towards the back somewhere. But make sure, I don't want, apart from Ashes, nobody else should be outside. I see a lot of people walking outside. I'm going to finish in just a few minutes. So if you're not an Usher or you have not been designated to do any work now kindly be seated all right now look at him and tell your neighbor that please the word of god is coming for you for you for you in particular 
So be cool, be cool where you are and receive the word of God. All right. I'm saying this thing so that the ushers can make sure everybody is seated. I don't want any movement at all, any walking around. And then we will carry on. Well, it's a blessing to be here. Can I have your loudest amen? It's a joy to sit in church and to see what God is doing. <laughs> amen. And um, this is a very beautiful morning. Hallelujah. Bible says this is the day the Lord has made as a beautiful play by Reverend Isaac. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Amen. Reminding us that all we can do is to rejoice and be glad in the day. Amen. Okay, those of you are coming to church very late, please find a place and sit. I can't see any Asha directing them. Is there any Asha there directing those coming in? All right. Okay. Beautiful. So um, we have um, a few uh, past very senior ministers who came for Give Thyself Holy Conference who decided to visit us today. We have Bishop Pang from Liberia, our old good friend. Please come and say hello to the church. Clap your hands for Bishop Pan from Liberia. Yes, sir. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. This is truly a church on fire. And you know, when I came this morning, I was telling, uh, I just discovered that Bishop Saki has the anointing of joy. I was asking whether he has anybody around here who is sad. It's a blessing to be here, and we thank you, Bishop Saki. Clap your hands for Bishop Pan and the team. He's a board member of Healing Jesus. We also have Reverend Chris and his wife coming all the way from Nigeria. Please come and say hello. Reverend, Reverend Chris, come up and say hello to the church. Wow. With your wife? All right. He's also a board member. Uh, I was in their church about two months ago. Please say hello to the church. Praise the Lord. In life, you must locate where to tap. The moment you know where to tap, you can go as far as you can go. For me, I have located where to tap. Hallelujah. And I'm not taking my source of strength for granted. Thank you so much, sir. What a blessing. It's a privilege to know you. Wow. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Clap your hands for Reverend Chris. Also coming all the way from Fiji Islands. I see you there. I see you there. I see you there. Say, I will be there. When you travel all the way to Australia, then you also have to take a flight from Sydney, three hours, to Fiji. That is the end of the world. Let's welcome Reverend Andrew and Lady Pastor Linda. Amen. We thank God this wonderful morning once again to be here. We thank God for the vision of our Father. And we also bring you greetings from Fiji Islands. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, the church is doing well, and we hope to see you soon in Fiji Island. Amen. I'll be there. Say, I'll be there. I'll be there. Hallelujah. Well, 
the rest of you are local players, local players. Then the person that I see that I'm sitting by a local champion, a local champion. Hallelujah. Ambassador, thank you for coming. We are blessed to have Ambassador right here. Clap your hands for diplomats in the chair. Amen. That is uh, Ken's father. Well, it's a blessing to be here. Amen. And I'm going to share with you for just a few minutes. So I'll ask you to stay where you are in this short time because I believe that the message that I want to preach has been preached by the Spikenas, bless Spikenas already. So I'm just going to summarize and then we shall pray. Can I have an amen? But I'm truly excited that you responded to our invitation and you came today. Amen. And I believe wherever you are and whatever um, how you came, God is going to be gracious to us and God is going to minister his word to us. Turn your Bible to the most popular scripture about choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 11, verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse number 19. And let's read this scripture together. Everybody attempt to read it. If you don't have your Bible on the screen, so let's all read together. Ready, go. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Can we read it one more time? Everybody, ready, go. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Amen. Life is about choices. How your life will turn out depends on the choices that you make. And how your life has turned out now depends on, on the choices that perhaps somebody made on your behalf when you were a child. Are you here or gone home? To ask your neighbor, are you hearing what the man is saying? Can you hear me clearly? Can you hear me clearly? Can you hear me clearly? Fantastic. All right. I see a few chairs towards this end. So please bring them to this end. To the back. This way. All the way to the end. Now the Bible says that I've said before you. Very good to see you. Life and death. Amen. Blessing and cursing. In life we are always making choices. The government we have today was chosen by the that's what democracy is about government for the people by the people to the people with the people around the people something against the people <laughs> what a shock yeah we are always making God one of the blessed graces on our lives is there Blessing of choice is what we call free will. Somebody say free will. 
In fact, if you put somebody in a room and you lock the door for a few minutes, the person can take you to court for false imprisonment. You have locked him against his will. If you didn't have, because one of the greatest United Nations and all these type of organizations, one of the greatest things they fight for is liberty. Your freedom of choice. To choose what you want to. And this is what our first president said. We, uh, they should, the, the colonial masters should allow us to choose and to manage or mismanage our own affairs. It's a choice. <laughs> are you with me? We, it's, it's, we, can, we are free to manage or mismanage. And I can submit to you that we have done very well <laughs> in managing or mismanaging our affairs. We have excelled in our choice. <laughs> what a shock. Are you still here or going home? So in your own life, God gave you your free will. Nobody, somebody may have persuaded you to come to church. Somebody may have, uh, as it were, as you. But you can never sit here against your will. Am I talking to anybody here? You can never, you chose to be here. It's a choice you made. And every choice you make, economics, economics will tell you, we have, we, 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 are, we have several choices. Isn't it? Several choices. The art student, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. It's a day of the art student. <laughs> I might talk to anybody here. Yeah. You, you, you cannot, you, you choose, if you choose to have this, then you are also foregoing this. So you cannot have, you cannot eat your cake and have it, as they say. Do you understand? The cake is on the table. You have eaten it and you still want to see the cake. That's what they say. You cannot eat your cake and have it. If you eat the cake, it will be in your stomach. You cannot see the cake. So you either have your cake or you eat it. That is also a choice. Hubert, what do you think about that? It's a choice. You choose who to marry. One of the things that you do in law, we are told that, you know, when somebody doesn't want to marry you, you cannot force the person to marry you. Yeah. Person doesn't want you anymore. You cannot. Look, I tell you, no, never force a man to marry you. Sisters, am I talking to anybody here? Never force a man to marry you. It's not going to be easy for you for the rest of your life. Amen. And if a woman doesn't want you, please. Please, I beg you. Are you here or go home? You are doing everything and she doesn't mind you. A brother I know, he went to visit a sister that he was interested in. And when he knocked on the sister's door, he just, she, uh, she just came and opened the door and said, okay, mm, sit down. And the brother sat down. And he t- she turned on the television. And she started reading the book. The sister was reading the book. And the brother said, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Two hours. I said, you two, two hours is too long. You should have realized long ago that the girl is not interested. After two hours, the brother was sitting down. And the sister asked him, when will you leave? That was the last time he visited her. Because the signs were clear. Am I talking to anybody here? So how your life, God has given us a free will. 
That is the, one of the greatest blessings of life. Amen. Good to see you. A free will to choose what you want to do, where you want to go, how to spend your life. And you either spend your life or waste it, depending on the choices you make. God has given the free will to choose your friends. Am I talking to you? Choose your, you are free to choose anybody you want to relate with. But the outcome of your life, as much as you are free to make choices, you are also how you, you, are, you are not free to live with the outcome of your choices. You are free to make a choice. But the outcome of your choices, you have to live with it. So God says, I've said before you, life and death. Blessing and cursing. And God is suggesting to you that choose life. That when you choose life, you and your seed will live. Lift your hand and say, I will choose life. I didn't hear you say, I will choose life. Amen. I pray for you this morning. I'm saying that I'm preaching for just 15 minutes and we close. Um, <laughs> that's your choice. It's your choice to stay here in church. Some people are choosing to go now, so wait. <laughs> I don't want to uh, put you in prison. You can't see me for false imprisonment. Now listen, listen. I'm saying to everyone of us here that today it's a blessing that you are in church. So Jesus said, let's look at it. Another scripture, very short uh, message and we'll be, de- we'll be done. Now, and there's a verse of scripture in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13 and 14. The Bible says, Enter ye in the street. Can we have a, either the New Living Translation so it can, it's better? New Living Translation. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gates. The highway to hell is broad. And its gates is wide for the many who choose that way. Did you see that? So you see, Bible says that there is a narrow gate and there's a broad gate. So it's your choice to decide which of the gates you will enter. One gate is narrow and one is broad. One leads to eternal eternity and the other leads to hell. This morning, what will be your choice? Ask your neighbor, which gate will you choose? Ask him. If I put your hand on the shoulder and shake him and tell him, ask him, which gate will you choose? I mean, ask him properly, which gate will you choose? Are you here? It's your choice. It's your choice. Another scripture here. So the Bible makes us to see the gate is small and narrow. Another gate is broad. And if you choose a broad way, the Bible says that it leads to hell. And the narrow gates lead to the kingdom of God. May you make the right choice. Lift your hand and say, I will make the right choice this morning. I didn't hear you. You know, some choices have no major effects. But some have eternal effects. 
It can choose the shoe you want to wear. I'm sure you ladies, you struggled. Because when I see Sister Jane sitting here, you could have chosen to wear blue shoes. Can you stand? Where's the cameraman? She's, you have chosen to wear blue shoes because there's blue in your dress. So there's brown also in the dress. So brown would have matched with your dress. And then blue would have matched with your dress. But maybe because you had a yellow hat, you chose yellow shoes. Are you focused on that? Let them see her yellow shoes. And then you have many bags. But I chose a bag with some yellow shoes. Focus on the bag as well. Can you see? Mr. Jane, come, come, come for your bag. Come for your bag. Please come for your bag. Wow. These are choices that she made. She chose... I'm sure you have a number of hats. But when you saw this dress, you could have worn a, 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 even red hats will work. Because I see some red things in there. And a brown hat will work. And a blue hat will work. But you chose a yellow hat to match with the yellow side of the glove for my dear sister one more time. No, don't go, don't go, don't go. You're pretty with me. So, she has made choices. Eh? Look at the bangle she's wearing. Look at this one too. This one too. I, I, are you seeing it? Look at it. Wow. She took her time to choose. But you see, I can tell you something. The yellow shoes and the yellow hat cannot take her to heaven. If she have chosen a blue shoe or a blue hat, it will not only change her destiny. There are choices she made, but they are not of eternal value. They just for us to say she's looking nice. And truly, is she looking nice? Clap your hands for our dear Dr. Jane. Thank you, my dear. That's all. And we can take a few pictures with her. But it is of no eternal value. If she chose to wear chalawati, it should never take her to heaven or hell. Because those choices are not major. What a word I'm preaching. Are you still in church? Am I talking to anybody here? There are choices that we make that are of no eternal value. But there are some choices. You cannot take them for granted. Am I talking to anybody here? And in fact, the fact of the truth of the matter is that it's not everything like that you have a right to choose. You didn't choose your parents. God gave you your parents. You are born... In Ghana, when you woke up, you were born in Nigeria. When you woke up, you were a Chinese. You didn't choose which tribe you come from. You didn't choose which of which family you came. You, you didn't choose your parents. God gave them to you. But as you grow and as you get along, that is when you have the freedom. I can remember the day I took my three boys to town. One evening, I drove them. Through the streets of Accra, we went to uh, airport area. We drove, looked at the nice houses. Then we drove to Trastaco Valley, and we looked at the beautiful houses. And all the, and then one of my sons said, "Daddy, why don't we live here?" I said, "Shut up, boy." And then they kept admiring, and they said, "When we grow up, I said, we'll build a house here. I'll buy." I said, "No, no problem. I'm waiting for you to grow. Buy one and buy one for me." 
It's not a problem. It's their choice. So my boys were very excited to see those glamorous and beautiful houses. And it was getting late. It was past 11, getting to midnight. Then from those beautiful places, I drove them through the streets of Accra. And then we got to, I took them to Agbogloshi. At this time, it was about midnight. And the place was dark. And uh, as I, I drove and the, the, the lights of the car flew over the people, they saw all the, you know, I intentionally rolled out the window and the stench in the area. And they saw people sleeping on, uh, on shop fronts and the smell from the gutters. And the, in the night, insects were flying into our cars. As I drove slowly in those areas, and people were so many, you can't see even between a man and woman, all of them were lying out there. Some of them were lying on trucks, push trucks. Some of them were walking around. You could see that. I mean, and my sons were quiet in the car. Nobody talked about buying a house in that area. Nobody spoke, a ch- nobody spoke away. And then as we drove, as I drove slowly and all the windows were rolled down and they said, Daddy, close, roll up. I said, I won't roll up the window. I, I, want, I, know, why, I, I know what I want. I, I, I intentionally rolled it, I mean, brought it down. And as we drove around and they kept on looking and they, I could see that they were shocked because they have, been, they, they have lived a certain type of life. They have not seen that type of, that type of places before in the night. And I told them that some of them lying here they didn't have choices. Others have choices. Then they, they, as we moved around, and they kept on asking. So, and, and then one of them asked me after a long silence, so daddy, why are they here? I said, I don't know. I don't know. Some of them were not fortunate to have perhaps come from the family you come from. Some of them didn't have the choice. Some may have blown away their chances, but some didn't have the choice. That is why they are lying here, not because they are criminals, but because they didn't have the parents that you had. And we drove quietly. And after another long silence, as we got closer to home, this time it was past midnight and getting to one o'clock. My first boy was about 14 years, second was 13, I'm 14, 13, 11. So as we drove on, we got to the Came towards my house. The road to my house was rough and all that. I packed my car and I told them, Boys, do what Jude and Jeremy. You are blessed to have your father as a pastor, respected in the church. People do you favor, they show you favors, that they help you, they, 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 they give you tips because of who your father is. I said, You are blessed to be privileged to have. This man as your father. That is why you are treated sometimes specially. But I told them that night, early morning, the early hours of the, of the morning, I told them that, listen, you may be the father of the bishop, you may be the father of the pastor, but being my children can never take you to heaven. I told my children at that day, that particular time, that bless God for your privileges. Bless God for all the honors and all the, I mean, uh, pegs that you get. But now, at this time, I know you love church. I know perhaps you have taken this year, but now, 
I'm your father. And it is my duty to bring you to the point of making a choice for Jesus. Because being the father of a bishop can never send you to hell, to heaven. It is your own choices that will determine the rest of your life. So on that day, that early hours of the morning, I told my sons, I don't know how many times you pray this prayer, but I want to hear you pray and ask Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life. And that time I led them. But I said, say this prayer after me. And together they prayed. Dear Lord Jesus, I give my heart to you. I make you the Lord of my life. I, I, I rule and reign in my heart. And that day I was sure that even if I died that day, my children are destined for eternity. I don't know which church you go to regularly. I don't know how often you have come to this church. I don't know who, which friend, which pastor is your friend. I don't know which book has your name, which, which church book has your name written in it. I don't even care where you are baptized. Whether you're baptized as a child, as a baby, or when you're 12 years old. I don't care whether you're conf confirmed or confused. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about your destiny. Today, this afternoon, I want to, I want to challenge you. Everybody sitting here, you may be religious. Maybe you don't drink and smoke like the guy we saw in the, in the play. But drinking and smoking is not what we're talking about. Eternity. We are talking about, is Jesus the Lord of your life? But God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. That anyone who can believe in him today, if you can believe in him, your name shall be recorded in the book of life. You should have shouted your loudest amen. Are you here today? Are you here this morning? Listen to me, friends. I'm going to read to you a very last scripture. In John chapter 8 and verse 44. John 8, 44. Choosing Jesus is choosing God as the father instead of the devil as your father. John 8, 44. Ye are of your father, the devil. Ask your neighbor, what's the name of your father? What's the name of your father? Oh, please, look at him and ask him. Ken, don't be afraid of daddy. Ask him, who's your father? Hallelujah. What is the name of your father? Somebody's father is called the devil. Jesus said, ye are of your father, the devil. And the lust of your father, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaks of, him, of his own for his a liar and the father of it. Today, if you choose Jesus, you are choosing God as your father. If you reject Jesus, you are choosing the devil as your father. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. What an opportunity God is giving you today. What a chance God is giving you today to make a choice and choose Jesus as the Lord of your life. If you choose him, God will be your father. May God be your father from today. I said, may God be your father from today. Listen to me, friends. There's a story that I've heard a number of times Bishop um, says about a certain old man in a certain town 
This man was supposed to be very wise. Everything, every problem that came to him, he gave the best answer. And they knew him to be very wise. Can you hear me at the end? If you can hear me, give me a wave at the back. Give me a wave. All of you here. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now listen, I'm ending now. Now this man was supposed to be very, very wise in the city. So a young man came up and said, it is not possible that this man is so wise. It's not possible that this man has the right answer for every problem. I'm going to confront him with a problem to see what he will say. Problem of the day. <laughs> so now, this young boy caught a butterfly. He caught a butterfly in his hands. And he told himself, when I go to the wise man, I'm going to ask the wise man, I have a butterfly in my hand. Is it dead or it is alive? And he said that when the, if the wise man says the butterfly is dead, I'll open my hands and release the butterfly to, grow, to go so the wise man will know that he's not always right. But if the wise man says the butterfly is alive, then I'll squeeze it and then the butterfly will die. Say, hey, you're not always right. So here came the young man with a butterfly in his hands. And he came to this old man and said, sir, I have something in my hands. I have a butterfly in my hands. Can you tell me whether this butterfly is alive or dead? And the young boy was waiting to see whether this old man would get it right finally. Because everything the wise man said was always right. But for once, the boy knew that I'm going to get this wise man and he will never get it right. So his hands were close, fists were close like this. And he said, is the butterfly dead or alive? The wise man began to scratch his head. And the boy was about to laugh because for once, the wise man was going to get it wrong. So other wise man looked at him and he said to the young man, whether the butterfly is alive or dead is unto you. It's up to you. It is in your hands. Whether it's a lie, it's dead or alive, it depends on you. What an answer. Whether the butterfly is alive or dead, it depends on you. So when the man said this, the boy didn't know what to do anymore. Today, as you sit here this afternoon, whether you go to heaven or hell, it depends on you. Can I have a loud amen? This Sunday afternoon, you made a journey and came to church. How your life will turn out, whether you walk with God or not, depends on you. Tell your neighbor, your life depends on you. Can I have a loud amen? Are you hearing me today? Listen to me. God is able to deliver you. He's able to save you. He's able to turn your life around. But how your life will turn out depends on you. Today, some people are going to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. Some people are going to say, Bishop, today is my day of salvation. I need Jesus in my life. But unfortunately, some people are going to say, not today, I'll come another time. I'm telling you, it's possible, I can always remember 
The day that my next door neighbor in university, I opened my door, I mean, we didn't see him for a whole day or almost one and a half days. And then the day that, and we couldn't find him, and when somebody pushed the door open, he was dead in his bed. Nobody knew that the, the, the previous day that we had, that was the last time. I remember when we were standing on the balcony of the university, we were talking about soccer, we were talking about politics and so on. Nobody knew that that was his last opportunity. That was his last chance. My friends, how your life will turn out depends on you. I'm not talking about the shoe to wear. I'm not talking about what type of hairstyle. I'm talking about life and death. Behold, today, I say before you, life and death. Thank you for responding to the invitation. Thank you for coming to church. Thank you for taking the time off to sit here today. But the most important decision you can ever make is not to come to church. The most important decision you can make is to make Jesus the Lord of your life. That is the most important decision. Not about which party do you support. Not about which football team do you support. You may support Liverpool, you may support Manchester United, or you may support uh, Chelsea. But I'm telling you today that we are talking about eternity, life, and death. Where do you stand? Today is an, a day of making choices. Today is a day of choosing. Today is a day of coming to the place and say, Lord, I don't like the way I have lived. I don't like how my life has been. I don't want to walk on the broad way that leads to destruction. Because on the broad way, there are many of them. There are so many people. They say, let's go and have fun. Let's go and, let's go and um, do whatever. There's a, it's a broad way. But the way to eternity is a narrow way. I challenge you today. Make a choice to walk on the narrow way. Today is the beginning of a new life for you. All of us here today, we are going to pray together. We are going to pray together. And we are going to make the most important choice you've ever made, you've ever made in your life. A choice for heaven or hell. A choice for eternity or destruction. A choice to walk on the narrow gate or the, a choice to receive life or to receive death. It depends on you. As I'm preaching, somebody sitting by you and, and whispering to your ears and even disturbing you. I'm telling you something. If you allow your neighbor sitting by to stop you from making the choice, you don't have anybody to blame. It depends on you. Stand to your feet, everybody. Everybody stand to your feet. Just don't go out. Stay where you are. No walking around. This is a very serious moment. A very serious moment. The broad way, the narrow way. The narrow gate, the wide gate. Life and death, blessing and cursing. Wherever you are now, please, whether you are young or old, I want to beg you, no talking, please. Let the place be quiet. Let the place to be quiet. Everybody here, I'm not talking about belonging to a church. I'm talking about receiving Jesus as the Lord of your life. All of you sitting to my right, all of you towards the end, if you can hear me, if you can hear me, 
God said, choose life. Today, I beg you to choose life. Don't walk out of here without making Jesus the Lord of your life. I beg you to make a choice for God. I beg you to turn over your life. Don't walk out of this church and take the next week or two weeks, the next month. Don't say, I'm too young, I'm too old. I beg you to choose life so that you and your children will live. Wherever you are now, I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes, please. Just close your eyes. Don't let anybody standing by you disturb you and distract you. Who is the gentleman walking there? Please, do not walk away. Do not stop. Stand where you are. Respect what we are doing now. Do not walk, do not, do not walk around. Every head bowed and every head closed. This is the moment of decision. This is the moment when heaven will come down on somebody's life. This is the moment when somebody's life will be transformed forever. This is the moment when somebody is walking away from death and coming into life. For God so loved the world. For God, God so loved that he chose to send his son to come and die for you. Today, you can choose Christ. Today, you can choose life. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, I pray for everybody in this service today. Every single person that came this Sunday to hear your word. I pray, I pray, Lord, I pray and I plead for them. I pray and I intercede for them. That nobody walk out of this church without making you the savior of their lives. Without making a decision to follow you the rest of their lives. Touch every heart. Turn our lives round. Be gracious to us. And save us from hell and damnation. Save us from destroying our lives. And may Jesus rule in every heart. Now as every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here this morning. You want to say Bishop. Today I choose Christ. Today I choose life. Today. I choose heaven. Today, I choose to walk with God. If you are here today, say, Bishop, pray for me. All I want to do is choose God today. You really mean you want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to choose Jesus today. Lift up your right hand, wherever you are. Don't look at anybody. You lift up your right hand. You, in particular, you are the one I'm talking to. Lift up your right hand today. Everywhere, at the back, on the side, everywhere. If you are here today, somebody invited you and you came. But that is not enough. This is the invitation that is greater than the one that brought you here. This moment, this very moment, you want to say, Bishop, I need God. Lift up your right hand. Lift it up. I see your hands all over, all over. Don't look at it. You lift your hands up. Father, thank you for this hand that are lifted. I pray for every one of them. Have your way in their lives. Change them. Make them brand new people. Now with your hand lifted up, I'll ask you to make an attempt and walk from where you are 
and come to me in the frontier. Just come. Help. Just come, just come, just come. Just come quickly. I surrender. Just come, I'm waiting for you. Come from the back, come from the back. Oh, I listening to me listen you have made the choice before but you know that you are not taking God seriously I want you to walk from where you are quickly and come and join us come come from the back come from the side come quickly as we sing this song for the last time for you right now I'm praying for you right now that today will be a new day for you I'm going to lead you in a prayer a free will prayer if you really want to walk with God you really mean to give your heart to Jesus you want to serve Jesus the rest of your life lift your two hands 
and say this prayer with me. And the whole church, join us as we let your hand, those of you in front, let your hands go up high and say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, this Sunday morning, this Sunday morning. I give my heart to you. I give my heart to you. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you just as I am. Just as I am. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. I promise to save you. I promise to serve you. I promise to follow you. I promise to follow you. I promise to trust in you. I promise to trust in you. I choose Jesus. I choose Jesus. This afternoon. I choose Jesus. Jesus. This afternoon, this afternoon, I choose eternal life. I choose eternal life. This afternoon, this afternoon, I choose to serve Jesus. I choose to serve Jesus. The rest of my life, the rest of my life. From this moment, from this moment, I am born again. I am born again. From this moment, from this moment, my life belongs to Jesus. My life belongs to Jesus. From this moment, from this moment. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus. The rest of my days. The rest of my days. I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For coming into my heart. For coming into my heart. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. From today, from today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord for all these wonderful people. I have decided to follow Jesus. Let's all sing it together. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Watch that singing. Just throw the throne in front of me. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. Do you know this song? You know it. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Giving you some forms to fill. Kindly fill them. Fill them right now as you sing this song for the last time. I want you to fill them. You don't how many of you don't have pens to fill? No a pen to fill. Please get them pen. Let them fill it quickly. Fill it quickly. Just your name and one or two more things. And then congregation, are you happy for all these people? Are you excited?
started for all these lives. Let's sing it one more time. I have decided to follow Jesus. Oh, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Don't turn it back, oh no, don't turn it back. Have decided, I have decided to follow Jesus. Oh, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Don't turn it back, oh no, no turning back. Now listen, everybody stand to your feet, let's pray for the final time. Everybody who is sitting, can you, if you can, except you're not well, stand to your feet, let me pray with you. Finally, finally, everybody, everybody, close your eyes with me, close your eyes. I sense God saying this. Everybody listen to me very carefully, close your eyes and listen. God is telling me there are some people standing here. You used to be a serious Christian. But now you have not been taking God seriously. You have not been serving God properly. You used to be a serious Christian. But you have not been serving God properly for some time. You are standing at the back. You are standing in the congregation. God wants me to pray for you in particular. I want to pray for you. You are standing out there. You want to say, Bishop, from today... I want to take God seriously. Come to me now. Come from the congregation. Come quickly. Come. You want to say, look, I, 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 I want to take God seriously. Just come quickly. Just come. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. Just walk and come. You will not die and go to hell. You will never die and go to hell. Father, thank you. Thank you for these lives. Thank you for these lives. Give them forms to fail. All of them. All of you, give them, let them feel this one because it's very important, very important for you to feel this form. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. God has set you free. I said, God has set you free. And you are free indeed. If you have finished filling the form, what do they do? Yeah, just give them to the ashes or the people helping you the protocol team are you helping us all right fill it quickly and i pray for you finally you go back to your chair i think it's a lot i don't know whether they can finish filling it here let me pray with you if you have finished filling you can go back to your chair let me pray as I pray after when i finish praying for you father let's pray let's pray now father thank you for everyone that came here to give their hearts to you let today mark a new beginning for them Amen. i pray for them oh god that they will know you and serve you and walk with you yes. i pray for every one of them oh god take control of their lives Amen. let today be a new day for them Amen. i give you thanks and praise for these wonderful lives in jesus name and everybody said amen Amen. Amen. Now listen, listen, before you go, listen, listen, listen. Saturday. This, today is Sunday, isn't it? 
Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 8 o'clock. I want to meet all of you here. We want to teach you something very important and also baptize you. Are you excited about that? It's a new life for you. So this Saturday, everybody is going to come. That's why we need, you need to feel that for so we know where you are and everything. So everybody is going to be here. We are going to baptize you. We are going to pray for you that God will take control of your life. You will never die and go to hell. Amen. Say, I will never die and go to hell. I will never die and go to hell. Do you believe it? I believe. So God bless you. Go back to your chair. Clap for them as they go back. I have decided to follow Jesus. Oh, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, oh no, no turning back. I have decided, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Go turn it back, go turn it back. Don't none go with me, still I will follow. Don't none go with me, still Don't none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back, no turning back. Clap your hands for the Lord for all this life.